Welcome to episode two of the Year of Love podcast. I'm your host, Allison Wu. What do Megan V. Stallion, Demi Lovato, Issa Rae, and Marvel's own Simu Liu all have in common? They're just a few of the celebrities featured in billboards around the country. It's all part of a brand new campaign Twitter launched this week, celebrating the power of manifestation. The premise is simple. If you name it, you can claim it. So this week, we'll talk about one simple yet fun and practical way you can build a life you can love. So grab your coffee and a comfortable chair, and let's begin. If there's anybody I know who lives a life that they love, it's our next guest. Trisha Nelson is not only, I'm happy to call her my friend, but she is a Renaissance woman, digital professional, and a woman who modeled for me what it's like to live a life of your dreams. So as we think about the idea of what does that look like, I thought she'd be the perfect person to talk to, to really understand how you make that come true. So Trisha, welcome. Thank you. The very last time you and I saw each other was actually outside uh, the Marion's house in Santa Monica. The Annenberg Community Beach House. Where you hosted your annual vision board creation with you and your friends. Yes. So, so great to have you there too. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry that now in the pandemic, I think that was three years ago. I'm sorry that I'm not going to be there this year, but why don't we just start at the beginning? How did you choose vision boarding as a method to really map out a wonderful life? My, first of all, my life is a work in progress. <laughs> you know, it's all. wonderful one day and it can be exasperating the next. Um, but Allison, I just, just looked at you know, the, the social feeds of people who I saw just making things happen. One in particular, I remember Lovey Ajayi um, Jones. I think she goes by her last name now. Um, I was in a, like a Yahoo group for writers with her. I never met her. And then I saw her trajectory and just see, she shared what her um, aspirations were. And it's just like, wow. And, and, and she's just one model I've, you know, seen many people saying, oh my gosh, this was on my vision board. Look, this was on my vision board. I think even Oprah has talked about vision boards. I'm like, you know what, girl, you need to make you a vision board. Mm-hmm. And I'm the kind of person who, you know, I'm not just going to do stuff for myself. I know all these great people, like, let me make it a social type of thing. So a few years ago, um, one of the beautiful locations in Los Angeles that I happened to docent at because I think it's so beautiful and love being there is the Annenberg Community Beach House. It's a public forum. You can just go there and, you know, set up on a table. And so I invited people and I brought these um, fancy uh, boards that I bought at like the drugstore, whatever. They're pretty. So you, it's just not a plain board. They were bordered by glitter. I brought a bunch of magazines and um, scissors and glue sticks and, just come and let's do an art project together and be really thoughtful about what we want to achieve this year. And I found over the, you know, I have my vision boards for the last couple of years. Sometimes it doesn't come true right away, but you look back a couple of boards. I'm like, I didn't know why I put that silver classic car on that board, but I now drive a silver classic car. (laughs) You know, like you just, you just put it out there. You start thinking about it differently and what you want to achieve. And, and it just makes it a little easier to make a roadmap. And it's interesting because first of all, the process 
is really fascinating. I want to get into that in a moment. But the idea of it's not just things, right? It's not just material items. It's also states of relationship, whether you're single and want to be married, whether you're married and want to have a family, whether you want to volunteer or do more. I mean, so like, let's talk about kind of, do you have a method for qualifying, you know, sections of your life, like spiritually or fitness wise or monetarily? How do you approach it? Um, I try to go holistically, you know, at any given time, I'm not just thinking about, oh my God, I got to find love. Like, how does it all relate to me? How, what, what makes me content right now? Being around people, does it need to be in a romantic way? Maybe not. So, okay. So what I say is just social. I want to be social. Um, there are, um, definite things that I put out there. Um, you know, I, I felt at one point that I had a lot to offer, like maybe I want to formalize it and like, oh, you know, my college has an alumni association board and I pretty much kept that to myself. <laughs> but I but in thinking that I kind of put it out there and I was approached by it. And, and wouldn't you know, I served four years on the board, very successful. And the same thing, I, I go up to the Griffith Park Observatory all the time. It's my happy place. I, I went on a trip with them. I, it, and at one point I'm like, it'd be cool to be more involved with this place. Cut mm -hmm. to now, um, I'm a board member. I, I completed my first year on the board. And so you just don't know how it works. You know, if it's finances, you know, as a, you know, it'd be great not to be in debt anymore after all these years. And that's a thing that I think about a lot. Like how do I find freedom in my mind? Because I'm not free if I'm thinking about my debt. And they all work together. It's a holistic thing. It, it, it might help some to focus, to segment it. But for me, it's all part of a whole. I, what I found really helpful when we sat with friends of yours that I had not known. Now, Trish is the great connector. So in her wonderful peer set, she's got amazing people that she's known from all over the world. But what I found was that there were things that we were very instinctively, it was a very instinctive process and very organic. And yes, while some of that was, at least for me, I was very, not regimented, but very much thinking about, okay, in each quadrant, like what would I put? It then became much more about, you didn't even know why certain images evoked a certain feeling. So I found that to do it with a group is amazing. I mean, you can totally do it by yourself, right? Because it can be very meditative, but doing it with a group really took it to a whole other level. Uh, I also love the fact, Trish, that you mentioned you brought all these like really fun extras, like the glitter outer boards and different kinds of magazines, because what you're going to get from Vogue is different from Better Homes and Gardens, is different from, you know, Gardeners Today. Uh, certainly, uh, you mentioned Oprah, absolutely, all of her life aspirational magazines. Great, and a great usage of all of your old copies of stuff that you've had around the house. So let's talk about once you put it together, what was your process thereafter? Like, where'd you put it in your house? How often did you look at it? What happened? I find for me, you know, because it's pretty, I have a bookshelf in my bedroom that I have to see it. Yeah, I live in a, I have a small bedroom. So everything I can see in a place where I can see it, where it kind of blends in, but not really. It reminds me that it's there. I know some people put it on their mirror if it's appropriate. Um, I just like to see it. It's not going to haunt me because it's cute and it makes me happy. And it thinks makes me think of the process and the beautiful day by the beach. And um, 
what I hope to achieve out of it. it it's not going to haunt me and taunt me. It's just going to make me smile every day. Um, and just knowing that, you know, I'm not going to beat myself up if it doesn't come to fruition. And I trust the process that sometimes it's a version of what I've I want, it might not be exactly what I want, but I just have to trust the process. Yeah, you're right. You're speaking about the process. And I think that's what was so wonderful was just, it really is that deeper way rather than journaling, right? It's another modality into your brain. That's a little bit more um, organic. It kind of comes together in its own way. So for anybody who's thinking of doing this right now, I guess, get V to Michael's or as your favorite, you know, art supply store or wherever you love um, and go, you know, get, grab some friends. Um, any thoughts of like, do your friends come back and tell you, oh my gosh, I had this on my board and this happened. Oh, definitely. You know, because the thing is, it's not just the big things. You don't just put an Oscar on your vision board. You put, um, pretty pictures to speak to you. Maybe it's, I'm going to visit this place, or maybe I'm going to make an oasis in my house that kind of reminds me of this place. You know, I've gotten feedback. Sometimes it's just a pretty board and it makes them, um, takes them back to childhood and working with something tactical that was a positive thing and they want to do it again, even if their vision board was off. <laughs> um, but also realizing that, you know, there are different ways to do it. If they, I'm sure there are some beautiful um, online and digital tools that you can use to create an amazing vision board that you can, you know, use as your computer wallpaper and look at every day, screensaver. There are different ways to do it. I just like kicking it old school. I like being social. We, we have to be a little more, um, you know, careful, of course, careful yeah. about it. But if it's outdoors and you're safe, you know, I, I think it's just a positive experience to do with people who you trust and who will inspire you. Cause maybe you look at, they take a picture out of, I don't know, the AAA magazine and you're, and you're like, Oh, that's it. That picture kind of speaks to me too. I want a similar one and you don't know why. And you figure it out later. Well, I love that. Of course, Pinterest would raise their hand and say, Hey, don't forget about us. Uh, okay. But you're right. Whether it's old school, whether it's digital, wherever it is, keep it for yourself, keep inspiring yourself. And certainly whatever people feel inspired to share, we'll ask people to share images or anything they'd like to on our Facebook page as well. So that we can all stay connected. Share your success stories. Like, like I said, I was inspired to start the process because it became a theme you know, like, look what I had on my vision board three, you know, five years ago, and now I'm a best-selling author for people. I'm like, okay, th there's something to that. <laughs> I need to listen to that and uh, incorporate it into my life. And, you know, the beginning of a new year, everybody's talking about, oh, my health goals and my weight and fitness. You know, how about your mental fitness and your clarity? This is an exercise that's not going to make you feel bad about yourself. Um, it's, it, it's an exercise that's meditative. Um, you can devote as little or as much time as you want to it, make it as fancy or bare bones as you want it, but it's something for you and it's something that's worth investing in. Couldn't say it any better. Trish, thank you so much for joining us. We'll check in at some point later in the year and see how your goals are going. Please do. Thank you, Trish. We'd love to see what inspires you. 
I'm sharing what inspires me on our Facebook and Twitter pages. And you can find links to that on the yearoflovepodcast.com. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. Before we go, I wanted to share one very powerful thing that really blew my mind this week. Love is compounding. Imagine if every word, every kindness, every good thing you've ever done for anyone else or even yourself grows and attracts more love. What a great thing we can build in this world, right? So be generous with your kind words this week and share love with everyone around you, including yourself. Make it a great week.